everybody, and welcome to the Yak Podcast. I have a grand idea. No, that's my go-to. Hashtag travel. <laughs> I like that idea, but I think mine is better. I hate it when I have to explain my jokes. Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Getcha! <laughs> my name's Jamie. And I'm Mel. Let's jump into this episode. Alrighty, welcome once again to the Yak Podcasts. We're your hosts, Mel and, and Jamie. Jamie. We're just two sisters with a few things to say about a lot of things. That's our tagline. Yeah. If you didn't know. <laughs> if you haven't been here before, welcome. And if you've been here for the whole time, thank you. Yes. Thank you. I Did hope that opening sound day. very official? Yeah, I like that. I practiced it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. All right, last week we talked a little bit. Do you have any stories before we dive into this? I mean, I'm rock and roll ready to go. I might stories. be on a little bit of caffeine this morning. <laughs> Buckle up, people. I'm Buckle feeling up. it. I'm feeling your energy, right. which is good because I feel like I'm walking around half blind. Oh. I had to get my eyes dilated yesterday. And it's... Your eyes still kind of look dilated a little they bit. They are. It takes like 24 hours. So I kind of look freaky because my like pupils are big. But, um, yeah, it's just a little, like, disorienting because it, like, I don't even know what it does, but it changes your vision so they can, like, make sure the prescription's really accurate. Yeah. And, yeah, so I feel like I'm blind. It's really annoying. I didn't know that it took 24 hours before that went away. He said it could take up to, so it could go away sooner for some. But I'm so excited because I'm getting LASIK. Oh, man. I try not to be jealous of people, and here we are. <laughs> I want that so bad. So, I Why don't would you? love to get contacts. I've tried contacts, and I just always feel like I'm dirty my eyes, so I wear glasses. We have the same don't problem. Don't mind them. But contacts are uncomfortable. Yeah. Really uncomfortable. They just... It feels like you literally have something in your eye. Yeah. And it kills, so... Especially if it's sunny out, or yeah. at all windy. If it's windy especially, because they get dry so easy. Yeah. I wonder why. And my eyes are constantly watering, and I'm like, I'm not emotional. Mm-hmm. But I kind of am, because I'm so upset that my contacts are not working. <laughs> I have to, like, hard blink to, like, yeah. moisten them. Anyway, totally. they're just a pain. And I don't like wearing glasses every day. And I don't like having to worry about having my glasses with me, like, going to a movie or watching a basketball game. Like, anyway. So we found out that we had... Uh, HSA account, I think it's one that, like, empties at the end of the year. Yeah, I'm aware. And, okay. And so we're like, wow, LASIK is one of the things it approves of, so we're going to get it done before that money's gone. That's super exciting. That's actually something that's on my list, but they say your eyes shift dramatically every 20 years. Mm. (sighs) So that is happening to me next, next year. The big four zero. Mm -hmm. So I figured I would just hold out. Until, I mean, I'm sure it's not like, and 40. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I don't know. In my mind, it's like, well, wait till I'm 40, and then maybe schedule it, like, Mm -hmm. a month or two after. Yeah. After all the birthday partying is. (laughs) That could be your big 40th celebration Well, it would be nice to have it done before I'm 40. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to think about this one. Anyways, that's super exciting for you. My. Maybe I'll make sure you survive. If you don't go blind. (laughs) No. It's, like, foolproof. I've been like anxious even knowing that it's foolproof but they say it's like impossible to have something go wrong with it because the laser's like impossible stop it <laughs> just kidding. what are you doing right now 
No, it's mm-hmm. like foolproof. But anyway, my eye doctor said, or he like checked my vision, wanted to make sure it didn't change from last time I got my eyes checked a year ago. And it hadn't. And so that's a good sign. And I didn't know this, but I always had that worry too that if you got LASIK and your eyes changed, you'd have to go back to glasses or whatever. But I didn't know they could do it multiple times. LASIK? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I didn't realize you could wear contacts when you had LASIK done. I thought you couldn't. I think that when it first came out, you couldn't. Okay. But, I mean, LASIK's been a thing for... Years. I don't know. Ten years? Oh, way longer than that. Fifteen years? Because I was talking to my aunt, and she had it done years and years ago, and she's older, so... Yeah. But when it first came out, they said that, like, mm-hmm. once you have this done, you cannot have wear contacts. Yeah. And now you can. So I'm like, oh, well, then what's the risk? I mean, not that I want to have it twice or anything, but... Yeah. Totally. I'm hoping that Super pregnancy... exciting. Yeah. I'm <laughs> hoping pregnancy did it, and it's just... We'll have to get a report back on that. Yes. I'm excited. And when she's reading her notes on her phone, she won't have to hold it real close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Actually, I do have one story. Okay. That comes to my mind. Um. So, uh, last... Okay, well, on Sunday, I was with my mother, and... Okay, back up. I'm bad at telling stories sometimes. Usually I'm pretty good at it. Disappointed in myself. I'm just kidding. Okay, so last Sunday, I was just feeling a little bit, like, weak. And our mother knows a lot of the foods and um, supplements, stuff that can, like, counteract things if you're kind of feeling crummy. And one thing that she's taught us is that if you're low on iron... Then blackstrap molasses will, like, cure your low iron lickety-split. Right? It's very high. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, now let me emphasize blackstrap molasses. <laughs> Ew. Okay, you might know where this story's going. So, Sunday, woke up feeling a little bit crummy and just weak. And I I just thought, like, you know, i kind of feeling that my iron might be a little bit low. So, I go into my kitchen Grab some molasses, big heaping tablespoon, and if you know blackstrap molasses, like, you can almost chew it, it's so Mm -hmm. thick. Not to mention how bad it tastes, but I'm just, like, one of those people that, if it makes you feel better, (laughs) you just put it in your mouth and you just take it and get it done and move on with life, right? (laughs) So I do this, and then Sunday, I'm with mom, and we're driving in the car, I'm like, mom, you'd be so proud of me. Guess what I did this morning? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I am so proud of you. Now it was blackstrap molasses, right? Not just like molasses you brought from Walmart. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> so There's a difference? There's a difference. You okay. have to buy one at the health food store. This one I did get at Walmart. So I, Sunday morning, took a big heaping tablespoon of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Oh, Jesus. No longer low energy. <laughs> yeah, well, sugar. Boom. Yeah. Fired all cylinders. That's too funny. Yeah, so then when I got home, I looked at it, and of course, it was not the black strap molasses that you get from the health food store. <laughs> and I read, because I'm this type of person, I read the food label, straight up sugar. <laughs> oh 60 God. calories of straight up carb sugar, and I was like, you know what? If my trainer listens to this, she can hit me upside the head. <laughs> You idiot. 
but um, you know what they say it's all about the power of the mind you believed that it was gonna help and it probably did yeah probably did <laughs> that's hilarious <sighs> you live and you learn you know sometimes yeah. you learn the hard way and then you learn quicker details matter they do <laughs> <laughs> that little black strap from the health food store and i i knew that I just, I don't know, in the moment was like, I have molasses. It's got to be close enough. Yeah. Oh, all I can think about is when I was pregnant and trying to deliver. Oh, somebody told me if you take, there's a kind of castor oil, oil, castor oil, that it'll put you into labor. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Trying to swallow that. I can't even talk about it. Moving on. It was the worst. <laughs> but I'm horrible at taking medicine and stuff. So that was a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me feel a little bit gaggy. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. About it. I haven't taken that, but anyways. <laughs> so, um, as mentioned on the last podcast, we are focusing on gratitude this month. And for this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the silver lining of gratitude. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's when we're in the moments of the hard, um, it's hard to find the silver lining of those moments. And it's hard to be grateful Sometimes when you're in those moments. Yeah. You know, like I can't even be grateful right now because of how bad this plot twist is or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me personally, like I have a full plate. I have a very full plate and I can go into stress mode easily unless I'm willing to like step back and realize I have put this all on my plate. I love everything that's on my plate. I'm not getting rid of anything that's on my plate mm-hmm. or else I would get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so to shift from that, um, the, the thought or mentality of I'm just like surviving and suffering through it and just shifting into, I love this all and I'm grateful for the opportunities that I have is a way to see the silver lining in things. Yeah. Right. And I know that sometimes it's not just about a full plate. There are trials and things that come upon us that are so hard and so sad. Um, but that doesn't mean that we have to be um, ungrateful for the other things that are also happening at the same time. Yeah. It's like enjoying <clears throat> or taking the ga- the good with the bad. Um, for me, I think the easiest way for me to find a silver lining in any situation is to realize that I still have power and do have some control over what's happening. Like, I'm not powerless. Mm -hmm. I don't have any control over what's happening. I can, like, the next steps that I make are still in my control. And sometimes that's, like, the only silver lining there is. Is like, okay, this happened to me. Now what? I still get to choose what that can look like. You know, what's yeah. the what's the story isn't over, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes it's just realizing like you still have your power. Yeah. I love that word the words that you use, now what? Because it happened. And hard things happen and Trials happen, like I mentioned, and so you can either go into sad and loathing and poor me, or now what? Mm-hmm. And find how to pull yourself out of that hole, the silver silver lining of it all. So yeah, I really love that. Um, I'm sure many of you know Jody Moore, but she, um, on a podcast, 
mentioned a story and I just wanted to, to read this really quickly. Um, it like nails it on the head. So there's a farmer with a prize winning horse and the horse runs away. People, the people in the town said, that's so unfortunate that your horse ran away. And the farmer said, maybe. The horse eventually comes back and brings a bunch of wild mares with it. And the people of the town said, that's such good luck that your horse brought back all these amazing horses. And the farmer said, maybe. The farmer's son then starts to train one of these wild horses, falls off and breaks his leg. The people of the town said, that's so unfortunate that your son broke his leg. And the farmer said, maybe. Then the army comes through town and starts recruiting all of the able-bodied men and his all the able-bodied men and his son doesn't get taken because his leg is broken. The people of the town, what great fortune, your son didn't get taken. And the farmer said, maybe. You know, and so you can see how this can just continue mm-hmm. on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And it is where your headspace is at of how you look at situations. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, it can be good. Might be bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I really loved how in that story, the farmer just kept repeating, like, maybe, like, you know, oftentimes they say that people that are so wealthy can um, become, like, evil people. Like, money's evil, mm-hmm. you know? It sometimes can have that connotation. But I really feel that money brings out the true personality of people. Some people become into such amazing givers, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, <clears throat> even with money... Oh man, I would love to have so much money. You're so lucky to have so much money. Well, maybe. Is it going to make you a good person? Is it going to make you a bad person? Mm-hmm. How are you going to deal with all the money? Right. Does that come into greed or does it come into giving, like you said? Yeah. It totally can define you and you don't really realize until it's happening sometimes. It's like, well, this has turned me into something I didn't want or... Look how much I'm able to bless others' lives. Like, it just, it totally depends on how you look at it or how you take it or run with it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's funny because I saw something similar. My husband sent me a video of a guy that he just responds with good. So it's like, I didn't get the job. Good. I didn't, I didn't make the team. Good. I got injured today at the gym. Good. Because in all those situations, it can push you to be better. Mm-hmm. And he said, it doesn't matter how bad it gets. There's always that silver line, lining. And if you just look at it as, okay, good. This means I need to grow more. I need to push harder. I need to be more consistent or whatever it is. Like, okay, maybe, you know, like, it's hard to see the silver lining in an injury. But yeah. it's like, maybe what I really need is rest. You know, and so if I'm pushing my body to the point of injury, then maybe I need to rest. And so this is a good situation. Like, you yeah. can always find that little bit. The little bit of good. Mm-hmm. That yeah, little silver that's lining. exactly what finding the silver lining is, is being able to find a little bit of good no matter the situation. But a lot of times those come, it comes as a blow. Totally. You know, like yeah. if you love to exercise and you injure yourself... That is going to be a hard blow. It's a plot twist and you're not going to like it. And so finding that silver lining is going to be really hard. But I know it's possible is what I'm saying. It is possible. And it does take practice sometimes. I feel like our mom was really good at Mm -hmm. finding the good. Finding the silver lining. Or even like 
she's really good at like reverse scenario where if you're upset about something, a lot of times she would spin it around and put it back on you and help you realize of how you got yourself in the situation or what you could be working on to be better. It's just a per- perspective shift to where you don't focus on the negative. Yeah. You take back your power. Empowerment thinking is exactly yes. what it is. You change the way you're looking at it and you find the silver linings because that's the only way you're ever going to get through it. Otherwise, you just get stuck and feel stagnant and feel picked on and feel, you know, and I don't know about you, but I hate feeling that way. Hate Absolutely. It. Yeah. And I'll do anything to get out of that mood. And so if it means like self-reflection, that's really hard. That's what it's going to be. If that means, anyway, I'm just rambling, but I just liked that she kind of taught us how to navigate the hard. Yeah. This totally reminds me. Our mom loves to speak in parables. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is because this is what Christ did. Mm -hmm. And so she always takes a scenario or a story and she's like, oh, the parable of the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. (laughs) And so this reminds me of the parable of the potato. (laughs) This comes from my mother. But um, quickly, the parable of of the potato is, I don't even know, was it like eight... 10 years ago, something like that. Um, and it was early in the season. So many of you know, our our dad is a farmer. And so I think that it was like in early October, it started to snow. And this brought panic to all of the farmers. Obviously, like our crops are not out of the ground and snow is not supposed to come yet, mm-hmm. you know? And so it starts snowing. And it just continues to snow and snow and snow. And I think that it snowed like a foot. It was like absurd amount of snow. And unheard of this time of year. Right. And it was kind of one of those things where like, oh my gosh, like this is kind of cool because it's not supposed to snow yet. It's Mm -hmm. like the second week or third week of October. uh, I don't even know if it was that late. Anyway, so it was just crazy. Um, But then you fast forward to, I think it was two or three days after it had snowed. And the temperatures dropped to very below freezing. Mm -hmm. And this is even worse for especially potatoes. Mm -hmm. Um, If it freezes, the potatoes go soft and they are done for. And you might as well just dig them under the ground. Like think of a pumpkin. As soon as it it freezes, they get moldy and it goes, yeah, it loses all of its, yeah. Yeah. And so it drops way below freezing. And then come to find out, because it had snowed... a foot it was like a blanket for all of the potatoes and the crops and when it was so cold that snow kept the ground warm enough so that the crops did not freeze Mm -hmm. and how amazing that is in our mother mother thank you love you bless you Mm -hmm. um and being able to see that silver lining of like what a miracle that Mm -hmm. snow was when at first we were all in panic mode and wondering like what is going on? This is bad. Yeah. Our livelihood is in big trouble, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's a perfect example to me of finding the silver lining and being able to pull those out and recognizing those things Mm -hmm. because that, I mean, that's a talent, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's that empowerment thinking that we all need to train our brains to do. Yeah. And it's going to take time like, or practice. To find silver linings if it's something that's really foreign to you. Um, 
Like, you've got to start with the small things. Like, when you have a bad day, just try to look for the good. And this is where our gratitude practice comes in real handy. Have you been doing it? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and, pen um, to paper, pen to paper. Yeah. Pen to, well, okay. One day I didn't do pen to paper. I need to do pen to paper every day. All right. Um, anywho, what was I saying? Oh, it might feel foreign, but you got to practice. And this is where, yeah, the gratitude practice comes in real handy is to just grab your pen and paper and sit down and find any little bit of good you can. And maybe all it is is like, I don't know what's going to happen. This seems bad, but I'm grateful that there's tomorrow. Like, this will work itself out. And if that's like all the hope you have, Mm -hmm. you've got to start somewhere. And... There's always a silver lining. There always is. Always is always. a silver lining. You just Absolutely. gotta think think what it is. Yeah. And it can be as simple as, this brings up a quote that I have that's by Maya Angelou. I think that's how you pronounce it. But um, the quote is, this is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so simple, mm-hmm. you know, but to wake up every day being like, this is a wonderful day. I've never seen this day before. It's so exciting. Right. What could happen today? Mm-hmm. You know, I love that. it's just such a simple thing to start your day with seeing a silver lining, even if it's a Monday. Right. <laughs> well, we've talked about that video in the past where the guy offered a couple, a million dollars. And he said, would you take the million dollars if you didn't, if you didn't wake up tomorrow? If you knew you weren't going to wake, up, were gonna tomorrow, wake yeah. up tomorrow, would you still take the million dollars? And they said, No. And so he was like, so you're saying is just waking up in the morning is worth more than a million dollars. And they're like, wow. Yeah. Never thought of that, you yeah. know? So find the little bits of silver. Yep. Yeah. Like so that. until next time, y'all, pen to paper, work on that gratitude practice, and stay positive, empowerment thinking, find look the for good. silver linings, be the good. You are the good. You are the good. And we love you. Have a great day. Bye.